Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Koi Pond and Water Garden Podcast. A podcast for the aquatically obsessed. With your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In pursuit of all things aquatic. Bringing you Koi Pond and Water Garden advice. Straight from the field. The show starts now. Hey, welcome to the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. This is episode 60, the big 6-0, and I am your host, Mike Gannon. I'm the owner of Full Service Aquatics. We are a Koi Pond Water Garden and Water Feature Company based out of Summit, New Jersey, the beautiful garden state. And we specialize in the design, installation, and services of water features such as koi ponds, water gardens, waterfalls, fountains, you name it, water features of all types, all sizes. And this podcast specializes in all things aquatic. So it's right up my alley. Glad to be here with you guys. I've been working as a pond professional since 1995. That's when I started full service aquatics because enjoying everything just as a hobby was not enough. So I made it a profession for the last 25 years, I've been working with ponds uh, and water features on a daily basis. And I would like to share my field experience with all of you, the listeners, to this podcast. I also design and install a lot of koi ponds, water gardens, and water features. So a lot of times I'm dealing with clients. I'm helping them figure out how to turn the water feature of their dreams into a reality that they can walk out to and enjoy right there in the comfort of their backyard and in their home. With these podcasts, I'm doing a quick kind of series where I'm trying to answer some of the very common questions that I get when I go for a consultation. There's some questions that just come up again and again, and I figured a podcast is a great way to answer that and offer a little advice to people who are also struggling with that issue as well. So I want to get into a real common question, um, of course, is how much does it cost to build a pond? How much does it cost? Easily one of the top questions that's asked about ponds, a very important question. How do you even get involved with pond keeping if you don't know what type of outlay might be required? You know, how much cash, cabbage, moolah? green stuff? How many bennies, coin, scratch? How much dinero are you going to need? What type of an investment are my clients looking at to create the water feature of their dreams, or maybe just a water feature that satisfies them, and the dream project can wait until they're ready? The champagne dreams beer budget syndrome is alive and well in the pond world. And it's understandable uh, because who the heck knows how much it is except the professionals who install them. And you can't go by home and garden TV show pricing. Their pricing isn't even close to reality, even though it's reality TV, not even close to reality, kind of across the board in any of those shows. And investment is the best way to look at it too, because uh, it's something for your property. And typically it's going to be worth more than what you pay as a finished project. Maybe you spend 10 grand on getting a project done, 
but really it's it's about a you know fifteen twenty thousand dollar finished project at least it should be the whole should be worth more than the parts for these type of projects so how much are they koi pond water garden water feature projects they sure as hell aren't free and the real answer is that there is no real simple answer to this how much a pond costs has many variables so let's figure this out together so 20 minutes from now or so you'll have a much better idea of how pricing works on these projects and why and get a better understanding of maybe why a contractor asks for what they do to get a job done and probably the major factor in how much does a pond cost is are you hiring a pro or are you going diy if you're building a project on your own true DIY, do-it-yourself, putting in all the labor, organizing everything, purchasing all of the equipment, the materials, you will experience the least amount out of pocket for your project. Apart from the equipment and materials, the cost could simply be providing some friends or helpers with pizza and beer and having a great time and a great experience building a pond. That is the least expensive upfront and immediate cost of building a pond that I can consider. I still wouldn't qualify it as a cheap endeavor. It's just, you're not going to get a pond done cheap. Um, Many DIYers underestimate, if not greatly and grossly underestimate, the amount of work, time, tools, and skill that is required to create a beautiful, reliable, and functional koi pond water garden. Even the installation of the liner takes some finesse. It may look easy, but it's easy to screw up as well. Imagine if a DIYer put in the liner upside down and the pond just leaked forever. Disaster. Disaster. It's not a matter of just digging a hole, slapping in a liner, and plugging in a pump. It is a whole lot more than that. And I use that particular description of digging a hole, slapping in a liner, and plugging in a pump because that's some feedback that I get from tire kickers making inquiries into the cost of a water feature quite often. Uh, These are almost always the people who do not move forward with the project as well. (laughs) They're also the same people who would be furious if I actually showed up for a project, dug a hole, slapped in a liner, and plugged in a pump as the completed project. How happy would you be if that happened? I'm going to say not happy at all. It may be an interesting experiment in pod building to try that. Maybe I'll do that in 2020. And once all the lawsuits end, I'll report the results of my project of digging a hole, slapping in a liner, and plugging in a pump. As a professional installer over the last 25 years, I look at DIY projects as being maybe more expensive in the long run. DIY projects often have issues that need to be resolved, which could be anything from leak issues to incorrect equipment use and installation, or maybe just cheapo equipment was chosen. The cheap stuff feels great when buying it, but the realities of owning cheapo pond equipment, with they'll, they'll manifest themselves really quick. You'll figure out the problems real quick with cheap equipment. Hey, why spend $3,000 on filters when Amazon has them for 200 bucks? 
right? <laughs> a great deal of pond equipment that's available to hobbyists, homeowners, and DIYers. I hate to say it, but it's pretty crappy. Um, the equipment tends to be high maintenance, difficult to work with, underperforming, not properly sized, easily broken, and not able to run year-round most of the time. Did you save money? Yeah. Is it worth it? No, not really. Cheap liners, cheap pumps, filters, cheap plumbing, cheap shit is cheap shit, and there is no reason to work with cheap shit. It's cheap. You save money today, but you'll be out of the hobby or paying for it all again very soon to do it right. Some things it really does pay to hire professionals. So ultimately, DIY is a great way to get into the hobby, a really great learning experience, but not so cost-effective in my opinion. So what about a professional installation? Let me say this real quick. If your, your budget is under 3000 probably don't call a professional installer. Save your time and theirs, please, because... It isn't going to happen on a truly professionally installed pond by a water feature professional and, spe and specialist. You know, maybe your lawn guy, no offense, or a neighborhood kid will be able to help at that price point. But you're not getting a professionally installed pond at that price point if it's under 3000 A plug-and-play fountain from the big box stores runs almost $1,000. You know, I mean, something you're going to get at like Costco. So again, what about a professional installation? How much does it cost to install a pond that way? Most professional pond and water feature installers will have a range of pricing available. Because again, it's not a simple answer. Projects may run a few thousand into the tens or even hundreds of thousands. The ranges will represent anything from a very basic pond up to a high-end pond with all of the extras included. The main factor affecting pricing of professionally installed ponds will be size, equipment, and materials. Some other factors play a role, of course, but these are what I'd call the big three. So size. The size factor, I mean, it's, it's a pretty obvious one. The bigger the pond or water feature, the more it will be compared to something of a smaller size. Smaller size takes less time and labor, less materials, less equipment. In reality, it takes less skill. So bam, smaller is less of an investment. Bigger projects, on the other hand, will take more time. They'll be more subject to delays. They need more materials, bigger and or more powerful equipment. And the skill level needs to be higher, so you're likely going with a more experienced company who probably will charge a bit more. But that makes sense. If you need to really control costs, then keeping the size manageable will really help. Then after that, let's look at equipment. Equipment is most certainly a factor. I want to let you in on something when it comes to pond equipment. There's two levels of equipment out there. There's professional-grade equipment, and there's hobby-grade equipment. And in both of those categories, there is a lot, a lot of shitty equipment out there. The shitty stuff will cost you less, but it will also drive you insane or simply not perform. The hobby-grade equipment is usually found at garden centers and the box stores. If you're getting pond equipment at Home Depot or Walmart, both of which sell pond stuff, 
you're setting yourself up for disappointment and further investment 100%. Hobby-grade equipment kind of sucks. It just does. As a service provider, I service all types of ponds, not just what I install. We come across hobby equipment all the time, and not one pond keeper is ever happy with their equipment. I mean, seriously, it's just nobody is with the hobby-level equipment. As a service provider, it's a nightmare. I try to avoid those clients. I hate to say it. Unless they want to get some real equipment, then we can talk actually working together. So it costs you less, but does it? I would say it always costs you more. And no, you will not be the one guy that the equipment actually works for. Shitty equipment is equal opportunity when it comes to shitty performance and high maintenance. If you're hiring a professional, they should not be installing equipment that you can find in a box store. Let's talk about good equipment. There's lots of good professional grade equipment out there. Do you know what professional grade means to me as a professional? It means I will not be getting callbacks for problems. In other words, my customers are going to be happy with what they get. And my friend is a money saver for all involved. How you equip your pond is a cost factor. There is tons of equipment you could hook up. Some of you need like a liner pump filter. Some you may not need like auto dosers, Bluetooth controllers, color changing equipment, color changing lights. To control costs, make sure you're getting what you really need. Who cares about a killer light show in your pond if your pump craps out or your liner leaks? All the frills can be added later to your pond to control costs. Try to stick with all professional-grade equipment, and you will be making the smartest investment. Typically, um, the pond-grade, the, the pro-grade equipment will last for a very long time. There's skimmers and biofalls that I installed, I mean, literally like 20 years ago that are still running just fine. Maybe the pump has been replaced, but those components are doing just fine. And they'll probably be around a long time from now. So be careful about your equipment because that's going to add to your cost. Materials. Materials are a principal consideration. Materials are, are usually in relation to the size of the actual pond. Materials such as rock, gravel, aquatic plants, they can vary in how much they cost to buy and install. If you're using a bunch of small rocks to build your pond, it will be easier to install, but will look really crappy on a larger scale feature. Like a 30 by 20 pond with all small rocks would look kind of silly. Same thing you know, for a small pond. A 6 by 4 pond with huge boulders just doesn't make sense. So the cost And the cost of these materials are also going to vary. Large boulders look amazing but they cost more to buy. They cost more to install, of course. Keep your material choices in scale to your project and your budget, and you should do just fine. But materials is definitely something um, when you're considering how much does a pond cost. Big, big, big one. There's miscellaneous stuff, too. There's other things that affect how much a pond costs. For example, you know, I think of it from an installer's point of view, accessibility is where you are building the feature easy to get to. A smart project planner is going to take that into consideration 
when deciding how much for a project. And the DIY guy needs to think about that too. Are you moving materials a long distance, uphill, through a small gate? Do you have to remove plants, trees, grass, rocks? Difficult access costs more. So that will add to how much does a pond cost. The time of year. You know, if you want to save money, I always encourage those considering a water feature to think about winter installation. My company happily takes on um, a bit of uh, winter projects so we can schedule during our down season. And your local con contractor, you know, probably is doing the same. And for DIY in the off season, um, you'll probably save a little bit of money. I know with my company, Full Service Aquatics in New Jersey, if we're doing some off-season projects, I can usually save our clients a little bit of money as compared to in-season, say March through December. So the time of year is definitely something um, that's going to have a, an effect on the overall costs. The complexity of the project also. A very basic pond is not going to have features such as waterfall displays, fountains, fish caves, tunnels, integrated planting areas, feeding rocks, intake bays, wetland filters. You know, the complexity is definitely a consideration. Many of these upgraded and add-on features will send the cost of a project higher. Then think about who's in charge. When you DIY a project, you're in charge. So the overall cost is the cost of you. When hiring a pro, make sure you vet them a bit. There's criteria to hiring a pro. Make sure you're, you're doing your due diligence and make sure that your pro is truly professional. Check their website. That's a must. Check their Facebook, other social media. Check Google reviews. These resources can give you a very good idea of who you're working with. Who is in charge of your project will affect the cost of it. No doubt. Make sure the company you're working with um, is legal, insured, registered, certified. The lack of these parameters may allow them to charge less. But are you really saving? You're taking a risk. What did Ben Franklin say? The bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Those are sage words. That was a smart guy. And that was when he was talking about ponds. The most basic breakdown are those factors, size, equipment, materials. There are also lots of nuanced factors, which are mostly aesthetics. Those mentioned before, like having a waterfall or other water features, you know, along those lines. For the DIY project, figure all of the factors out, add them up, and then quadruple that figure <laughs> if it's DIY. What you get on paper, quadruple it. Or talk to your local pond professional, professional for installation rates and to get the feature that you're really dreaming of um, and to be able to stick with the price that you've been quoted. You know, typically when they tell you what it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. In a DIY project, you just don't have any guarantees. A professionally installed pond is not inexpensive, but it will always cost more if a project is made cheap. Ironic, huh? Here's some potential pricing structures. You know, what? let me give you some, some costs that you may be looking at. Um, for a koi pond, you know, you want to think, 
at least eight foot by ten foot for a pond for a koi pond at least, and think about ten thousand dollars and up for a koi pond. Our typical starter koi pond is about more like ten ten by fifteen, you know, and you're you're probably looking around twenty grand. But I would say at least ten grand and up for a koi pond would be a pretty reasonable mindset to start at. You want a water garden? Think about five grand and up. You can do something really nice for five grand. And of course, sky's the limit on any of these projects. Maybe just a water feature of some type, not a koi pond, not a water garden. Maybe you're doing a, just a, a waterfall, a disappearing waterfall, overflowing urn, something like that. You know, professionally installed, I would think around $3,000 and up from there. Again, sky's the limits on any of these, but as far as some starting parameters, koi pond, 10,000 and up, water garden, 5,000 up, water feature, 3,000 and up. Talk to your local pond professional to really zero in on a final project price. What something costs is a question that needs to be answered in an analytical fashion. Even the term cost needs to be focused because it's a very broad and loosely defined term, but crucially important in your decision-making process. The upfront cost and the immediate cost of a pond project might be considered from the point of view of what has left your bank account for the project. But do you value your time? As they say, time is money. Your time is money. Your bank account today says that you did not spend very much money on your project. But how much time did it cost you? How long are you away from other pursuits, interests, obligations? How much did it cost you to be away from family, friends, and your everyday life? How much does the constant follow-up and troubleshooting of the DIY pond cost you? If your wife, husband, partner, kids, whomever, if they don't like or enjoy it, what does that cost you? If your fish are dying, if your water is green, your waterfall is not running, what does that cost you? Will you have to keep paying for that project again and again in frustration, poor results, modifications, corrections, and withdrawals from your shrinking bank account? Will you pay for that project and then really pay for that project? What does that cost you? What is that long-term cost, that invisible, unaccountable cost? It's not easy to answer how much a pond or any water feature type project will cost you, but I can give you some advice based on decades of personal and direct experience working with ponds. My strong suggestion would be to try and hire a professional to install your koi pond or water garden. It will not be the least expensive way to build a pond up front, but it is probably the most cost-effective way to build a pond in the long run. So save your money, hire a pro. To recap, your bigger issues in deciding how much does a pond cost are size, equipment, and materials. The bigger the project, the more it will be. Using professional-grade equipment will cost more up front, but cost less than hobby-grade equipment in the long run. Materials, very related to the size of the project and related to choice of materials. Big rocks cost more than small rocks. Big rocks are more to put in. Some varieties of rock are also just more expensive than other varieties of rock. Your other issues are access, time of year, complexity of the project, and who's in charge. So keep all that in mind when you are determining how much does a pond cost. 
And thanks, everybody, so much for spending some time with me. This is the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Gannon. I appreciate being here with you to talk about all things aquatic. And hey, I'm a Koi Pond Water Garden and Water Feature Professional for 25 years now. My company is Full Service Aquatics. We're based out of Summit, New Jersey. We take on projects just about anywhere, though. If you have a project you're considering, if you need some advice, or maybe just want to say hello, don't be shy about giving me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 908-277-6000. Easy number to remember. 908-277-6000. And we can talk about anything you want, as long as it is in the pursuit of all things aquatic. As always, let me encourage you to get to know your local pond professional. I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a water garden or a koi pond or a water feature of some type in your life. Getting to know your local pond pro can really make your life a lot easier. Most of the ponds, most of the pros I know are very, very happy to share their experience and knowledge with pond keepers. So reach out to them, get to know them. Get them on speed dial. If you can't find somebody, I'm happy to help you. I have a wide nationwide network of professionals that I'm connected with, and I'm sure that I can hook you up with a qualified pond professional. Give me a try. Support your local pond professional. You can find more of the Koi Pond Water Garden podcast on YouTube. Check out my YouTube channel, The Pond Hunter. Facebook, my company page is Full Service Aquatics. Uh, Twitter, at The Pond Hunter. My website is fullserviceaquatics.com or loveyourpond.com. That's an easy name to remember. And I look forward to hearing from you all. Be good to one another. Share your pond keeping passion with those around you. We need more pond keepers in the world, as strange as that may sound. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share this. Let others know. I need your help to keep content like this coming out. Keep it pondy, everybody. And I'll see you next time on the next episode of the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. Peace, everybody. You have been listening to the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In the pursuit of all things aquatic, broadcasting Wednesday nights on Blog Talk Radio. The Pond Hunter, keeping it pondy for the aquatically aquatically obsessed. obsessed. That's right. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Take good care.